the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In just a few short days, many people around the world will celebrate Christmas. The question that needs to be asked is, what are people celebrating? With commercialism at an all-time high and the world focusing more on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Great Thursday, Pastor Rander thinks it's time to point out the true meaning of Christmas. Now let's listen in. It's preaching time as we prepare to preach the gospel. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the privilege of preaching. We thank you, Father, for Christmas. We thank you for your birth. We thank you for your life and your death and your glorious resurrection. Help me now to preach in the power of the Spirit. We pray against satanic distractions. We pray even those who are at home that they would not multitask and do a number of things, that they would settle down and not uh, engage in breakfast and all these things, but just be still and receive so that they can uh, grow and be blessed by your word. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, amen. Amen. Turn with us to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 7 through 18. We're going to take up where we left off a few Sundays ago. Luke, chapter 2, verses 7 through 18. And there you'll find these words. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over their flock at night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. And so the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born to you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly... There appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army of angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. When the angels had departed from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen him, they made known the statement which had been told them about this Christ. And all who heard it were amazed 
about the things which were told them by the shepherds. We want to preach again, part two this time, the first Christmas rush, part two. I am so thankful that God the Father gave us the greatest gift humanity has ever known in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, He is a transcendent gift. He is the gift above all gifts. There is no gift like the Lord Jesus. As a matter of fact, he is an indescribable gift born into a world that was filled with hopelessness, enveloped in spiritual darkness and destined for a Christless eternity. But God, out of his unconditional love, out of his infinite goodness and undeserved grace, gave us the greatest gift ever known to humanity in the Lord Jesus. Why don't you say amen? Amen. The scripture says in Matthew 1, 21, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Because of what God did thousands of years ago, we have a special time to reflect and be thankful for the immeasurable gift in the Lord Jesus Christ, not only in the Christmas season, but also throughout the year, not only throughout the year, but throughout all of life, not only throughout all of life, but throughout all of eternity, we will celebrate the Lord Jesus. Yet, especially during Christmas season, we do not see many people rushing to celebrate the Christ of Christmas. I have a question for you, my friend. Are you in a rush to experience the Christ of Christmas? Are you in a rush to experience the Christ of Christmas? Another question. Who initiated the first Christmas rush? Who initiated the first Christmas rush? According to Luke chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, the shepherds initiated the first Christmas rush. Verses 15 and 16 says... When the angel had departed from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Shepherds were among the lowest and most despised social groups. The very nature of their work kept them from entering into the mainstream of Israel's society. They could not participate in ceremonial worship and all the religious festivals and feasts that the law required. They cared for sheep that would someday be sacrificed in the temple. As they moved about the country, it was common for them to be regarded as thieves. They were considered unreliable and were not allowed to give evidence even in courts. And yet out of the whole of Jerusalem society, God chose shepherds to hear the news of Jesus's birth. After baby Jesus was born, they were the first to hear the good news of the newborn king and rushed straight to Bethlehem to see this mysterious thing that happened. Allow me to give you some spiritual insights uh, as it relates to the shepherds. Some spiritual insights about the shepherds. Number one, 
when our omniscient God wants to get our attention, he knows exactly where to find us. When our omniscient God wants to get our attention, he knows exactly where to find us. In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, it says, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. And so the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. God knew the exact location of these shepherds, and he came to them. He did not need a GPS. He did not need a search committee. God knows that he knew their location, and he knows our location in life as well. Now, some people see God through astrology. Other folks see God through horoscopes. If you're messing with that stuff, you're sinning against God and it's wicked and satanic in nature. Uh, some folks see God through the occult. Some folks see God through religious experiences. They say, oh, I've got goosebumps in the church today. You can have goosebumps and not have Jesus. Some folks see God through religious tradition. Uh, and, and, and all these kinds of things. But you can, you can wear certain robes, certain attire. You can have on certain usher's uniform. You can have all these things on and still go to hell. Uh, get, you don't get into heaven because of a certain uniform. You don't get into heaven because of the color of the carpet, the color of the seats. Uh, none of these things are how beautiful the lights are, the stained glass wonder, all these beautiful uh, saints in the windows and such things, they give you some kind of fuzzy feeling. You can have a fuzzy feeling and not have a relationship with Christ. You can't get to, to Christ through idolatry. Anything you put ahead of God is idolatry. Idolatry. Uh, uh, some folk uh, attempt to get to God through nature. You know, they love. They 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 move. Uh, to the great northwest and they move out in the hill country or they move in certain scenic places because they they just I, I, I just feel God out here. I sense God out here. Look at the bumblebee. Look at look, look, look at the flowers. Look at the, the, the hummingbirds and all of these things. Look at the squirrel and the deer and all of that. My friend, a deer can't lead you to Jesus. You could be out in nature and still miss God. Beloved, if you are not seeking God, listen, if you are seeking God, if you are seeking God apart from Christ, then your attempts are vain and futile. Again, if you are seeking God apart from Christ, then your attempts are vain and futile. So the first thing I said was, when our omniscient God wants to get our attention, he knows exactly where to find us. The second significant insight about these shepherds is this. God uses active people to serve him. God uses active people to serve him. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it says, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. The shepherds were not idle, nor were they lazy, because they were committed to the task of shepherding. 
Greater privileges are given to those who are willing to do the unwanted and the unpopular task. A task that was considered lowly by society was special to the shepherds. And God honored them by giving them the privilege to see Christmas. The shepherds saw God in human flesh. The shepherds saw the Lord Jesus Christ. God often calls people who are active. People who were greatly used by God were not lazy before he called them. Luke chapter 2 verse 8 says, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over their flock by night. Beloved, as we come to the close of another year, how active were you for the Lord this year? What did you do for God this year? What ministry did you serve in this year? Who did you witness to or share the gospel to? And secondly, how was your life used by God this year? How was your life used by God this year? Did you have a hit and miss relationship? Did you kind of serve God in spurts? Or were you passionate about God? Were you full of fire about God? Did you have tenacity when it came to your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, so, so God uses active people to serve him as in the case of the shepherds. The, the third significant feature about the shepherds is this, is that God specializes in revealing himself to ordinary people to do extraordinary things. God specializes in revealing himself to ordinary people to do extraordinary things. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it says, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock at night. Now, now, now notice, God did not go to the palace, but to the field to lowly, humble shepherds. The shepherds were not the elite of society, nor were they wealthy. They did not have a great reputation. These shepherds did not have influence, and these shepherds did not have popularity. Yet, God revealed himself to simple, ordinary shepherds who were often overlooked by society. Beloved, refuse to allow people to define you or to give you your identity. Did you hear what I just said? Refuse to allow people to define you or to give you your identity. Your identity is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why don't you say amen? Like the shepherds, the Lord created you with value. Like the shepherds, The Lord created you with worth. Like the shepherds, the Lord created you with purpose. I want to tell tell you something about yourself uh, that you need to be reminded of, and and even virtually out there online. You are full of kingdom potential for Christ. Just like those shepherds were, were, were full of kingdom potential, you too are full of kingdom potential for Christ. You have potential written all over your life. 
When is the last time you said, I am a man or a woman of God who is full of potential for Christ, and I can't wait to see what Christ do with me? You are full of kingdom potential for Christ. So why don't you explore all the possibilities that God has made available to you and stop doubting what God can do through you? Did you get that? You are full of potential for Christ, so why don't you explore? Say explore. Explore. Say adventure. adventure. God has given you permission to adventure with Christ. Don't let folk bring up, oh, I, I remember when you did this and when you did that. And I, I, they go all the way down memories lane. They go, it's amazing how people can go down memories lane on everybody else's life but theirs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stop. I don't want to hear that. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a Christian. I'm a saint. I'm a son of the living God. I'm a child of God. I know who I am and whose I am. And I don't need you telling me what I ain't. You are full of kingdom potential for Christ. So why don't you explore all your kingdom possibilities that God has made available to you and stop doubting what God can do through you? And by the way, refuse to receive any words that devalue you. Refuse. Say, don't go there with me. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that. If you can't tell me something to bless me, you, I'm sure not going to let you say something to me to curse me. You, <laughs> refuse to receive any words that devalue you from a relative, first, second, third, tenth cousin. Aunt, uncle, friend, Sarah, frat, neighbor, class buddy, whatever. Don't let anyone devalue you Refuse to let anyone lessen your worth. You are valuable. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Allow no one to lessen your worth and allow no one to deter you from God's divine purpose for your life. In other words, don't let anyone repurpose you. Don't let anyone repurpose you. God has a divine purpose for you, and he will reveal it if you walk with him, if you live for him, if you serve him, if you enjoy him, he will unfold his divine purposes for your life. The fourth thing I like to say about the shepherds is this. The shepherds had seeking hearts. The shepherds had seeking hearts. In Luke chapter 2, verses 15 through 16, it says, When the angel had departed from them into heaven, the the shepherds began saying to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that had happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Verse 16, And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Now, the shepherds, they immediately responded to the angel's message and left to see the child in Bethlehem. You notice something about the shepherds? They did not procrastinate. 
And some of you, God, God tells you what to do. Well, I'll do it next year. I'll come to Christ next year. I'm not going to get right with God today. I'm saved, but I'm not going to join a church today. I've been, I'm still looking. What you looking for? If you're looking for a perfect church, sorry, you're not going to find it because the church is made up of imperfect people. And by the way, when you get there, it won't be perfect because you're there. <laughs> they didn't procrastinate. They didn't say, you know what, I think we're going uh, three months from now. Uh, let's, uh, we, we, we need to mess around with some lab, lamb chops. <laughs> they didn't procrastinate. They didn't put God on hold. They didn't make excuses. Oh, I, I would sing, but I haven't, I haven't sung in five years, ten years. I, I used to teach Sunday school. I, I used to usher. I used to be in a video ministry or the media ministry. I used to take care of the little children. You know, all this used to stuff. But what are you doing for God today? You are alive today. You have breath today. God's been good to you today. God has blessed you today. God has protected you today. What are you doing for God today? Let's get out of yesterday and let's talk a bit about today. It's about today. It's about today. Satan uses every today for his advantage. And you need to use every today to the glory of Almighty God. You know, they, the shepherds didn't procrastinate. They did not put God on hold. They did not make excuses. They did not become distracted. Uh, they didn't take unnecessary detours. They sought the Christ child while he was near. In Luke 2, 15b, the shepherd says, let's go straight to Bethlehem. Let, I like that. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. See, y'all, y'all read too fast. Y'all need to look at these words and analyze these words and get happy. You know, when you're in the Bible, you get happy and shout on phrases. It don't even take a, it don't take a paragraph to shout. You can shout on a phrase. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. Beloved, if you want to experience the true meaning and reality of Christmas, you need to be like the shepherds and go straight to Jesus. Straight to Jesus. Many people go straight to parties. They go straight to specs and the liquor stores. They go straight to the big screen TV to watch the big game. They go straight to the big sale. But be it known to you today, there is no Christmas without Jesus. I say it again. There is no Christmas without Jesus. What are you seeking this Christmas? What are you seeking this Christmas? The shepherds rushed to search for the Savior and they found him. Now found, the word found in the Greek means to find after a search. The word found in the Greek means to find after search. The shepherds hurried to search for the baby and found him lying in a manger, which was a long open box, a trough for livestock to eat from. 
From the poverty of Jesus's humble birth emerges the miracle in which the redemption of humanity is mysteriously provided. Wow. Notice the shepherds did not have a star to guide them like the wise men. No star. They had to seek, look, and keep on looking. They had to search and seek out for a baby wrapped in cloths who had just been born. The shepherds found Christmas because they went looking for Jesus. No one ever arrives at a desired destination while moving in the wrong direction. You're not going to get to Houston driving toward California. (laughs) He said, I can't find Houston. You're going the wrong direction. Go go east. (laughs) If you're not seeking Christ, you are headed in the wrong direction. The wisest thing we can do this Christmas is to seek Christ the Christ of Christmas while he is near. Like the shepherds, those who truly seek him shall find him. Those who truly seek the Lord Jesus shall find him. Luke chapter 2 verse 16 says, And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby, and he lay in the manger. Today, if you are struggling with your spiritual life, If you're struggling with circumstances beyond your control, perhaps you're struggling with past failures and sins. Perhaps you're struggling with deficiencies and inconsistencies. Perhaps you're doubting your faith or you lack faith. Perhaps you're struggling with anger and you just still uh, anger over something devastating happened to you or something that was quite unfair. Or perhaps you're struggling with an addiction that keeps having its way over you. Or perhaps it's a bad attitude, a spiritual regression. And many other things that I can't even call, whatever you're struggling with, you need to hurry up and seek Jesus, who is the great problem solver and who is the great one who is able to help you in the time of need. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.